Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Good afternoon, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I have a very interesting show today. I've been waiting to get Miss Brittany Kufad on the show for a number of weeks. She's finally sliced out some time for us at the Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Brittany is the founder of Joyful Classrooms. And it's such an amazing business and such an amazing organization she's been able to put together. I love the fact that they call themselves joyers. And we're going to get into that in a little bit because during this you know, pandemic, who doesn't want to call themselves joyers? We all need a little bit more joy uh, in our lives. And Brittany and her team are able to bring that uh, with her site that is really just packed full of invaluable information for teachers with a very wide range of courses open to members. And of course, she's recently created a very interesting, what we call side hustle selling opportunity. It's a side hustle selling educational opportunity, selling content to other members of the teaching community. Anyway, there's so much to unpack. I'm so happy to have Brittany here today. Brittany, welcome to the Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Thank you so much. Thank you for your energy, and I am thrilled to be here. This is super great to have you on the show. And as you know, what we like to do, Brittany, is we like to pull the lens back to 30,000 feet and tell us all about Joyful Classrooms. Sure. You know, so interestingly, I'm a career teacher. I was a teacher for 15 years and it's very lockstep as far as a profession is concerned. So from uh, 30,000 feet away, you would just see a young gal uh, just with a big heart wanting to change the world. And, you know, then life happens. And, you know, as much as you want to get into that. But, you know, I became interestingly a side hustler early on. Um, because I got divorced, like when my baby was a year and a half. And so I was a home, I bought a home that year, I bought my own little car and started my life. Uh, but being a teacher, bless all the teachers hearts, it's not really a wage that one can support herself on. And so I just became, I sort of was um, by survival, entered the entrepreneurial space and became a great problem solver. And so that's how I found this path. Uh, I spent a little stint in educational publishing, which was the last little nudge out of the nest. I was in the business space. I was trotting around with sales reps and doing all kinds of fun stuff. And that's when my mind really opened to like this empty space for entrepreneurship and education where those two things meet. 
I love it so much. And obviously you believe that you can create a very joyful and effective teaching practice and change the world. So let's talk about it just a little bit, Brittany. When somebody goes to Joyful Classrooms, who comes to the Joyful Classrooms website? Who's using it and how does it all work? Yeah, so teachers come, they join me. You know, I have a, I'm really blessed. Teachers love me. And it's interesting because teachers love me and administrators love me. And I think that that's because I've worked in both spaces. And in our industry, you would say that I speak sort of two different languages. And so I speak, you know, you said two things. The joy part is the teacher part. Teachers want joy. We're connected to students. We are, we have huge hearts. We are creative and we want to love what we do every single day. So that's the teacher part. That's the teacher spirit. The efficacy part um, it's not that it's not the teacher space, but that is the top priority of the administrator and of the instructional leader. And so I really combine and speak both of those language. How can we do both in classrooms? Because our students deserve both. They, they deserve to love learning and they deserve the highest levels of learning. And so people come and find me when they want easy, simple solutions to weave both of those things together. I love it so much, Brittany. So let's let's keep on unpacking it a little sure. bit. When if a teacher goes to joyful classrooms, it appears that perhaps there's educational content from other members of the teaching community that then those teachers can kind of embrace. Is that the way it works at this point? Yes. So it's a multi-vendor site, and that we have other you know, resources like that in the industry, but I'm pretty staunch when I come to sticking to what works. I spend a lot of time in, uh, in educational leadership. I've been a coach. I work with various different uh, sort of state and, and federal grants. And so I'm, mm, let's say picky in terms of, you know, the verification process is rigorous. And that's because the fact is that we don't have enough. I say instructional minutes are too few and so precious. We don't have a lot of time and we certainly don't have the time that we need in most classrooms to close the gaps that we know are there. So we can't have a lot of fluff. It's just it, it, it can no longer exist in our space. So you come to Joyful Classrooms because I can guarantee you that the folks who are creating content with me are some of the you know, the thought leaders, the most intellectual and the people who have taken really difficult, complex problems and turn them into really simple solutions that are that have a high yield, that are going to have high impact on classrooms. And they have that too, that the, the parallel spirit, the joy and the efficacy. I love it so much, Brittany. It makes all the sense in the world. And this new uh, course that you've uh, introduced uh, you know, for lack of a better, more elegant term, I call it the side hustle course. So maybe we could talk about that a little bit because there's so many people coming on Joyful Classrooms right now. They're enjoying the, the platform that you provide. They're enjoying the opportunity to be able to uh, provide this side hustle opportunity for themselves and their family. And more importantly, to be able to give back to the Joyful Classrooms community. So let's talk about the side hustle course because it's very interesting. Thank you. And yeah, you know, I'm very into elegant words too, but it is what it is. That's what it is. 
I'm definitely um, a a side hustle person. I have a I have various irons in the fire, and I think that's one of the things that uh, maybe I mean teachers you know Google teacher side hustle all of the time because the the wage isn't you know it doesn't match the the effort and the work that's put in so we know we need it but it's difficult to get started and you know you're in a vacuum we aren't trained in business whatsoever we're trained how to teach and so i you know originally i created it with the lens and thinking of teachers and most of the people joining the course at this time are teachers and they get they go through a process to then become a verified vendor so they can become a side hustler within the joyful classroom ecosystem but also i'm like spread your wings go create as many entrepreneurial spaces i work from a really problem solution oriented lens so i teach them about you know ultimately great business is real simple you take a small group of people, think about them really hard, uh, think about a problem that they are that's hard enough that they're willing to pay you to solve it for them. And there you go. You know, you got a thing um, and verify it, test it, do all the things. And so I take them through sort of business basics, one oh one, how to create funnels and all that kind of stuff, how to do design and then how to con- how to create content. And then if they're interested, my team, one of the things that we provide is, you know, depending on the level of membership at my site, we provide wraparound digital and social media marketing services. But that's also in the course because that's a whole other world that you can just get caught in the avalanche of how do I even get started in the digital and social media marketing space. And that's also in the side hustle course. So that is to say, long story short, uh, I left the course really not just for teachers, anybody who's interested. And boy, I don't know, after the year we've had, I think people are interested in learning about creative new ways uh, to bring in passive income. So that's my I dream. love it. I love it, Brittany. You're helping so many people with the side hustle course. Let's let's peel the, the onion back a little bit more on this because let's just take it baseline. Let's say I'm a teacher. Let's say I'm teaching science in a high school and I've heard about, you know, uh, what you're doing uh, at the company. And I'm saying to myself, you know, Joyful Classrooms seems really interesting. It's a platform. Uh, I love what Brittany's doing. She's got this course I can take. And I really have a love of, of rockets. Is there something that I can learn from you through the course on how to maybe monetize my love of rockets? Do you give the process on how these people with their passions can, can earn money on the side? Is that the idea? That's the idea. Ultimately, if, you know, in simple terms, it's sort of a, uh, you know, a rigorously verified Etsy. So there is a quality control because, you know, um, the, the, you know, there's more of a capitalistic aspect to Etsy, wherein the consumer gets to determine the quality control. And so the consumer gets to determine the thing about the educational space is that we want to make sure, like I said, instructional minutes are too precious and too few. So the folks that I have who are creating content are really sticking. The sad thing about education is also the beautiful thing about education. There's no mystery around what works. There's, we have the science of reading now, we have the science of learning. We know what works. 
the difficult thing in our particular industry is that we it's difficult to train everybody to put out that information consistently. So that's part of my mission is to make it simple solutions. So if you are, and so to give you a little, you know, um, what would that be called? An acronym jargon. If you're an NGSS science guru, rocket building, amazing person, yes, you belong with us so that you can show us how to create projects project-based learning, get all of the students involved, differentiate, and there are a ton of people who want your solution. That's exactly, you're, you, would, you would be coming to the right place. Yes. I love it. I love it. Yes. So those rocket scientists, uh, teaching science, go see Brittany. Really interesting. I love the way you've woven this beautiful fabric uh, to be able to allow people to become a vendor at Joyful Classrooms. Uh, where they can create and sell their educational content really for the highest commissions around. Let's talk a little bit about, let's say I'm a parent now and, and I have a, a young son or daughter and, and they're at home. And let's say that my son or daughter says to me, you know, hey, dad, you know, I have this, I'm really, really interested in rockets. So I want to learn more about rockets. Can I come to the Joyful Classrooms website and, and te- have my kids watch some of this content with regard to to rockets. So let's kind of peel that back a little bit. Absolutely. That is the space that I started to move into this year because I want solutions for parents as well. And I think that this year, especially um, since we were all at home with our kiddos, and I think a lot, even though I'm like, don't, this is just as totally unrelated. I'm like, parents, I'm an educational specialist don't worry about learning loss. It's like, so not even a thing. We're going to be fine. But, um, but parents are still going to worry about learning loss. So um, as we look for solutions to recover, yes, we have teams who are designing teachers who are designing resources specifically for parents. But I also have a lot of homeschooling moms who have solved this at home and have amazing resources. We have a homeschooling course. A lot of people said, you know what? A lot of people said, oh my gosh, I can't wait for schools to open because that's where my students belong, my children. A lot of people said, hey, I love having my kids at home. And I turned into a homeschooling mom this year. So we have a course for you. We, yes. And ultimately I have an 11 year old who has hung out around an entrepreneurial mom long enough. Like he's trying to come up with some business solutions. And I'm like, Come on in, buddy. He, you know, teaching kids how to like, he's a whiz at Minecraft and all kinds of stuff. So that's my next thing thinking, how can, how can kiddos talk about solutions that they have and work in that space too? So yeah, it's just, I love it. Come on, come all. I love it, Brittany. It makes all the sense in the world. And there you were with your, with your, is it a son? It is. There, there, there you are with your son and your son's around an entrepreneur mm-hmm. saying, wow, mom, this entrepreneur thing looks really interesting. You know, like, what can I do to become an entrepreneur? And so there's so many great opportunities uh, when children are around their parents around an entrepreneur like you. And that leads me to my next series of questions, Brittany, because obviously you've become a very successful entrepreneur with what you're doing at Joyful Classrooms. You know, you you call yourself and your and your community Joyers. It's really a great name. I love it so much. It's just very inspirational and makes everybody feel good. So 
let's talk about your journey because, you know, you mentioned you were on the administration side, you mentioned you were on the teaching side, and here you go. You decided to become an entrepreneur, start joyful classrooms, provide this incredible sort of platform. You put out this year a brand new course called the Side Hustle Course, which is, you know, bringing a lot of prosperity to people's lives. What's your journey? How did you decide to sort of step into being an entrepreneur? It's very interesting. Uh, well, you know, I have to, to be honest, if, I mean, if I think way back, so I've always been sort of an out of the box thinker. I think, you know, it's interesting, like what is an entrepreneur, right? I'm sure somebody has listed the characteristics somewhere. I haven't read them, so I'm just going to take a stab at it. And um, so I've always been an out-of-the-box thinker, you know, and you would notice that in early life. We're talking, you know, I didn't like, interestingly, even though I became a teacher, I wasn't a fantastic student, for example, that kind of thing. Um, I struggled in reading and and all those kinds of things. So, um, so eventually I kind of got my act together because a lot of us in education will say like the number one, you know, unfortunately we're trying to disrupt this. The number one quality of um, high performing students is compliance. Um, and so finally I learned how to comply. And that's really important actually, because compliance, it really helps you in a lot of areas of life. So it's a good skill to have. Um, then, uh, then I became a teacher, but I was raised by attorneys. And that's a really important part of my journey because attorneys, being raised by attorneys, you re I really got a sense of, uh, and they're ethical ones, you know, there was no beginning or end to the workday. There was doing whatever is right for the client that I have at this moment. And, you know, all self-care and all that also in mind, um, they really taught me about hard work. So when I became a teacher, I was already an incredibly hard worker. And uh, that's one thing that I, I just want to plug my, my, my teacher friends and my administrators, some of the most intellectual, hardest working people I've ever come across. It's just that they're not doing it for profit. <laughs> so they're like hiding in classrooms doing absolutely amazing things. Um, so I was one of them. And then I told you about my, my, my journey through life. Uh, I became a single mom. Um, I converted my garage. That was my first, I was like an early Airbnb -er. Um, And so that was my first little side hustle. And, um, and then I got recruited into publishing. And like I said, I just popped out into a totally different space. I was trained in sales, uh, which um, was great. And once I was kind of out there and watching how other entrepreneurs have navigated the education space, I was like, my out of the box thinking kicked in. And I just saw so many areas where I could be of service to so many different districts and teachers, et cetera. And I just jumped on it. I mean, the truth is, is that I was at a district, someone asked me if I could do a thing and sitting there silently in my mind, I say, I told like a white lie. I was like, yes, I have a consulting company that does that. And I like flew home in my car, put up a website in no time at all and was like in business. So that's how she works. Uh, well, that's a great story, you know, and, and sometimes you have to put sort of your foot in the pond before, you know, you jump in the pond and, you know, by 
by actually saying and visualizing what you are as an entrepreneur, which is what you did in that story, that puts you in the position sort of cosmically to make it happen. So you said, yeah, I'm I'm a consultant. And then you became a consultant and you put yourself in the position to sort of have to become one since you said it out loud. And that started a great transition for you. So that's remarkable. And I, I hear that story quite often where great entrepreneurs, they say early on, that yes, they can do something where they're not really sure they can, and then they figure it out. So that's great, Brittany. And for the younger entrepreneurs watching the show, that's a great story. Now, when we think about joyful classrooms, you know, the one thing that I know that you're a leader in and the thing that you're very passionate about is this obsession over learning. So you really have a learning obsession. And I love that because that's the passion one needs to really make sure that your clients get what they need to be able to become better at what they're learning from your platform. So let's talk about that. Where did this sort of learning obsession obsession come from? Okay, so it came from one of the, uh, let's say, masterminds and sort of godfathers in education, rest in peace. So many of us in education love him. His name is Rick Dufour, and he married Becky Dufour, and they started a movement called Professional Learning Communities. And uh, one of Rick's quotes is, uh, schooling is about learning, not teaching. And uh, this seems, uh, you know, for folks outside of the education space, that may seem sort of um, sort of like, duh, but it's not. Uh, If you hang out with us as teachers, we spend 99 percent of our time worrying about what we're going to teach what lesson plans we're going to do, how it's, and so it's all in our mind. It's all in, in, in the intention of what is going to happen. And we spend very um, much less time actually watching the learning, learning about the learning needs of the students. So I call it a learning obsession because we really need to flip the script. It really needs to be about who's in this classroom. What are their desires for learning? First of all, um, setting goals, being able to measure learning um, under, it's just, there, and that's a whole area, you know, I can't take, I can't take full responsibility. John Hattie is another one of the uh, gurus and he calls it visible learning. Uh, we need to share the map. We need to create measurable, measurable goals. You know, in, in, in our industry, we have KPIs. We don't have that necessarily in, um, in education. So we're trying to share in some ways uh, a business model in, in a sense, you know, not in a, not in a, um, like industrial way, but in terms of measurable goals and that students would have ownership over that, uh, that's what I mean by a learning obsession. And then also within myself, as somebody who heralds herself as a as an educator, um, I have to be a continuous learner. I think one of the misconceptions and kind of ego-y places you can get to as a teacher, and I just wrote a book recently and talked about this, is that you're the trusted expert for years. You're left alone with children. And if you get interested in exploring your own ego, it's a good question to say, what have, what impact has that had on me? And I found, oh my word, I just think I know it all. <laughs> and I don't, and I never did, and I never will. And so I'm wholeheartedly as a, as a professional, 
um, as a mother and a human, I am so into continuous learning and unlearning and relearning. And I want classrooms to be the same. And I want students to know that as well. You learn a thing and then you learn to disrupt that. And then you play with it some more. And we're just about learning. And so in my book, I said, you know, we call it a teaching practice. And I said, I like the idea of practice because it's continuous, but I'm, I'm sort of unattached to this word teaching. It's all about learning. I love it. It's a learning obsession, obsession. I love the way you've turned it on its head where teachers are so ingrained to look at the lesson plans that mm-hmm. what they really need to be thinking about, and they need to do the lesson plans really is the learning. What's yeah. going on in the learning aspect of their classrooms? I'm sure even on Zoom through the Zoom learning and education, it's the same thing that people need to be very much in tune with how people are learning. And I love that obsession. It comes through so well on what you're doing with your passion. Uh, I love the fact uh, about your side hustle, educational course. I want to talk about that momentarily, but before we do, tell us about the book. What's the name of the book? And at a high level, let's pull the lens back on the book just a little bit, Brittany. Sure thing. So I wrote a book called Lessons in Joy. And yes, and I'm all about the joy, man. Um, I was, I, the, the joy thing, I have to tell you, I was having a rough, this, you, this is not what you asked me, but I'm going to tell you anyways. <laughs> um, because actually it does dovetail. I was having kind of just a low point in my life, maybe 10 years ago, and I couldn't quite figure it out. There was nothing really circumstantially going on. And I went to my acupuncturist and she gave me some acupuncture and I said, I'm just kind of low, you know? And she said, she put in, you know, she placed all the needles and she just kind of, you know, they let you sit. And she said, "Um, all right, honey, I'm going to let you just kind of sit here. And I just want to say one thing. She goes, she said, sometimes you just have to let in the joy. And then she walked out of the room. It was life changing. Like it just, I say that to myself all the time. Like today we're going to just let in the joy. It's out there. You know, I'm just going to open my heart to it and I'm going to find it in this world. And so that was really, oh, I have the chills again. Yeah, that was a life-changing moment. So I'm all about joy. I'm all about letting in the joy. And so I wrote this book, Lessons in Joy, because, man, does the joy just sort of, I think of those those reverse, um, those vacuum sealing things. Joy just gets sucked out of classrooms so fast. And um, I'm a huge advocate for teachers and everybody who's just doing their absolute best Um, I talk in my book about how I think everybody should know more about what is actually um, the demands of teachers and educators and administrators and students. Um, And so it makes perfect sense why the joy gets sucked out. I'm really about letting it back in. And so I've identified three in all of my years, and I've been doing this for a while. um, In all of my years, I distilled it down into three core values. If we did three things as educators, period. If we had, if we understood authentic connection, we knew how to truly have open hearts and teach our students to be open-hearted and truly authentically connected. If we were learning obsessed, and I already covered that, and if we were team interdependent, one of the most crippling characteristics of 
the teaching practice that riddles education is that it relies on the heroic efforts of people who are in total isolation trying to solve unbelievable problems alone in classrooms. And it is, it is never going to work. If we continue that, schools are just going to continue to fail. We have to work together. And so each one of those parts is sick. I have six sort of methods and steps. Um, and I'm equally, I'm equally passionate about all three. You can't skip any of them, I, but I was, I made it such a short book, but you have to do all the things. If we do those things, I swear we'll have joyous, efficacious classrooms. I love it, Brittany. I love it so much. Lessons in joy. Brittany's book, it just sounds remarkable. You know, you talk about the core values at Joyful Classrooms, Brittany, and you talk about, obviously, these authentic connections, which are very important. This learning obsession, obsession of yours, which really uh, resonates and translates very well into what you're doing, especially, obviously, with the side hustle course that you've developed this year, which is amazing. And then this team interdependence, which is a great term and a great way to think about teaching. It's really, really remarkable. Before we go today, Brittany, and I know you've only uh, cut out a certain amount of time for you. I just wanted to talk a little bit more about the side hustle course. Is this something that people can just reach out to you and say, hey, Brittany, I want to learn how to be a side hustler and and, you know, do you send the course? Do you do a Zoom? Uh, do you do a combination? Do you consult with them? How does it all work with regard to the course? Yeah, so I'm really into, and I say this in my book too, like I'm so into everybody picks their path. That, you know, everybody's a different learner. Everybody prefers a different thing. So I'm going to put three buckets out there and say, you know, that not everybody's going to fall into all three, but this is the simplest way to answer it. You can come and never, ever, you know, come and see me live. You can go into the course. It's self-paced, has video modules, resources, et cetera. You could zip through it and get everything you want. So that's the person that's like, I want to start today. I want to do it at my own pace and I don't have any time to join Brittany live. Great. Middle bucket, uh, kind of a hybrid. So throughout the course, uh, there are opportunities to join live sessions. So at the end of each there, it's organized into chapters. So I have like design 101, because that's one of the things you're going to want to know how to do. Like if you want to brand yourself or you want to create resources, you're going to need some design techniques and some quick tips. And boy, do I give quick tips. Um, and so you can still self-paced. You can pop around the course as you want, but you also can join these live sessions with me. So that's bucket number two. Bucket number three is like, I want so much interaction with Brittany. I want, I want all, I want all the previous two buckets and to hang out with her more often. And so I also have life coaching, which is an option. And then I also have mastermind groups and the mastermind groups are organized in clusters that align with the three core values, authentic connection, learning obsession, and team interdependence. I love it so much, Brittany. It's such a great idea. You're helping so many people. You know, obviously you're available for keynote speaking and seminars and consulting and life coaching as well. And it's really, yeah. really incredible that you've been able to put it all together uh, under the Joyful Classrooms brand and of course your own personal brand, uh, Brittany. So it's incredible. You're, you're, you're an author. You've got the lessons in joy. Uh, you've been able to take your core values at Joyful Classrooms and 
and really put people in the position through your course to not only make extra money through their side hustle, but do it in a way where they're able to make authentic connections. Uh, they become learning obsessed like you, I'm sure, of course, and then they become uh, interdependent with their team or your team. So it really is a beautiful package you put together as an entrepreneur. We're going to put some links below, obviously, so people can reach out to you, Brittany. And I know you've only really cut out a certain amount of time today. You've been a delight. This has been really remarkable. I've wanted to get you on the show because it's a great entrepreneurial journey. And what you're doing has so many spokes of the wheel of what we talk about of entrepreneurship and how you've been able to find so many things that need help with so many people that could use the help. And then you've been able to put together a platform that helps them in a meaningful way. So congratulations so much on what you're doing at the company. And I wanted to thank you, Brittany, so much for coming on the Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. Well, I just want to say thank you so much. It was an absolute honor and also a total delight. This has just, just set an amazing tone for my day. So I'm honored. Thank you so much.